Welcome to Demystifying Gay Porn. My name is Ike Grande, and if you watch gay porn, I've definitely helped you get off. Uh, and so has. Wow. Uh, I am very, very honored to be in this space. I'm honored to be sharing space with you. Uh, the owner and founder of Military Classified and Sexual Healer, Rob <laughs> Navarro. Rob, how are you? I'm good, man. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. No, I'm happy to... I'm happy to to talk i do a lot of live q a's on um through the podcast on youtube and stuff and i always ask who do you want to hear from who do you want to hear from and people were like do you know rob from military classified and i looked you up really quick and i was like oh i've totally seen these videos and then um i was like sure i'll reach out to him and i reached out to you about uh, a year ago yeah we're still still like strong into the pandemic but i reached out and i wanted to see if it was possible all i need is a yes and i'll find a way <laughs> So yeah, that, you yeah. are per, you're persistent, and that's it's a compliment. Oh, thank you, I appreciate it. it. Is. So, how are you? <clears throat> I'm good. You know, just trying to get past the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, when uh, when everything hit the fan in March, I stopped shooting, and um, I didn't shoot the rest of the year. So uh, I went down to one release, and then um, I had a bright idea to re-release my old movies uh in hd form and mm -hmm. in a special oh, okay special rob's cut i call it so it's a special uh edited version my version which is longer so if you're you know more obsessed with the guy then you want to get his 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 movie his his longer movie that was a process probably right because you've been right. you've been around <laughs> since before HD, like, and that's yeah. a compliment because, yeah, yeah you I were, <laughs> yeah, I got, I got like six hundred movies that are standard definition. Did you make them all HD or we're making? I'm okay, making them, it's a, it's a, it's been a year and a half long process, mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, we're doing it. Uh, I think we'll be done by August of this year. Okay, and then uh, we'll get back on the regular schedule. I think, hopefully, the in the fall or you know, right at the beginning of, of 2023 and we'll be back up to two new releases per week and I'll, I'll be shooting more uh, consistently. It's so interesting to be in the space. Yeah. It is. It really is because you see it um, and I've done a couple with, with a couple of directors or studios and they let me into their space and I, I appreciate it. But it's yeah, interesting just that like, they let you into their space. Yeah. Because they won't let me into their space. Real, yeah. <laughs> They're probably like, hmm, you know. <laughs> so before, so you've, you, you've had quite a career before military <laughs> classified. It's an interesting life, yeah. Yeah, there's a really, really good podcast that, that's out there that somebody did about, what, three or four years ago now? Yeah. And I learned, I listened to it, you you recommended that I listen to it, and I did, yeah. and it was very informative. Yeah. Although I did know a couple of things beforehand, and did I didn't you? know, yeah, well, I didn't know how how um, how out and open you were about it, but the Christian band. Oh, that, yeah. So you had a career in Christian yeah. rock music. Yeah. What was that like? Well, I mean, I think with anything, um, if you're passionate about it, and everything that I did, I always kind of went and put my 100%. I always did it. So at that time, I was actually a Christian. And I'm not saying that I'm not a Christian now, because there's lots of things that I think I still believe in, but I think I, it comes from a more well-rounded uh, perspective as opposed to kind of the narrow perspective that I got from one church. Mm -hmm. So um, that kind of made me uh, just, I don't know, I, I become more realistic about life and about things and, and how you view religion and how it plays a part in, in your life. So it's very different than when it was back then. So back then I was so dedicated to it that uh, it, I just wanted to be the best. So I'm always, I've always been a songwriter 
And um, I had a, an experience that, you know, that uh, was life-changing for me. I, I uh, contracted a disease called Guillain-Barre syndrome, which is a muscle weakening disease, leads to the lungs, it could kill you, et cetera. There's no, no cure. So, uh, and I was like 18, so I was a young guy. Um, and, you know, I was in bed thinking I'm going <laughs> to think I'm going to die, yeah. you know, but, uh, uh, I was miraculously cured, I think, because I woke up uh, the next day from this progression and all of a sudden, uh, the disease began reversing itself. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like instantaneous, but it was in a retraction. So in other words, it had gotten to the point where it kind of made me, um, paralyzed, but, uh, my fear was it can also go to the muscles of your organs and, you know, prevent you from, from breathing, that kind of thing. So it never got to that. And then from there, it just, it, it, it cured itself. So, (laughs) you know, uh, and I wrote about it in, in the song that was, um, a song that became a number one. No, it was a top 20, excuse me, not number one. I came out when Amy Grant was out, so you know she was like she was. Oh, yeah, she was she dominating. Was, she, dominated <laughs> she was like Madonna. Yeah, <laughs> for Christian music. Uh, so, um, and I had three top twenty hits off of one album. In L.A., I was number one, the L.A. market. Um, so you know, I I did that for for a number of years. And you were on uh, Billboard. You were charting on on. Billboards, well, here, yes, right? yes, yes. Yeah. The Christian charts on Billboard, yeah, absolutely. Um, top twenty. I was like, I think top five for "He'll Keep You Faithful." Road to Salvation was uh, fifteen, I think, and and the other one was twelve. Wow! So I was pretty excited about that. Yeah, that's I, a big deal. I, I, well, I started touring. I went to Australia. I went. Uh, I went to South Africa. Wow! Um, so. Yeah, it opened it opened a lot of doors, and I was self promoting myself at that time. I opened the record label myself with, with, <laughs> with my boyfriend at the time, a husband, husband at the, really well, married. No, no, we, weren't married. we weren't married. We weren't married. I, I call them back okay. then. You called them husbands. Okay. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it was longer than a month, right? <laughs> yeah. It was. Oh, it was. It was. It was years, and he became kind of like uh, my promoter. He just he. He believed in the music I was doing at the time, and he believed in me as an artist, and he wanted to... Like, there are little tidbits in that interview where I thought was... It was amazing, because you went into the studios, and you were like, you got to play this, you got to play my record, you got to play it, you got to play it. So that that tenacity and getting in there yourself and promoting it. Well, yeah. I mean, it's almost like um, you take on a different persona when you call because you're calling as a um as a uh, record promoter uh about an artist who is yourself oh, yeah. <laughs> and so you're talking to the program director at the radio station trying to convince him to play the song and, and it's interesting that you know they'll say well you know he's, he's got a good voice but you know <laughs> trust me you're gonna love him <laughs> you're talking about yourself exactly 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 <laughs> was that around the same time as the heritage singers uh no actually that was post heritage singers oh okay so this is after that was uh for like four years right when i got out of college i was like 22 when i did that all right so then you were part of the heritage singers and then you went solo yeah right and then that's when you had your 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 bigger songs on on the the billboards you also one thing that uh (laughs) the the voiceover work oh 
when I heard some of the voiceovers, I was like, I've totally heard his voice before. Have like, you really? That's I, so funny. You have to have. Like, that That was what, mid-90s, uh, late yeah. 90s? If they went national. They, they did. Yeah, then then absolutely. I was the voice of Ronald McDonald. Yes, I know. And I think that's amazing because when I was a kid, I remember uh, I grew up in, in this town called West New York, New Jersey. Yeah. It was predominantly Latin. Yeah. And I remember going to an event and Ronald McDonald was going to be there. <laughs> and... He spoke in Spanish, and it blew my mind. I, I was like, cool. "What?" So when, when you said that, I was like, "Oh my god, that's that's bringing me back." They did an all. They did a casting of it. They they must have seen like five hundred guys because they were initially going to hire one person that was going to be like the Spanish Ronald McDonald mm-hmm. per- persona, like yeah, just he's everywhere. the one that, the mascot, that, like, exactly, right? okay. kind of oh, not red hair but black hair, <laughs> blah blah blah. Uh, and so I was the guy that was selected to do that and then they just went with uh radio campaign okay voiceovers and so i just became the voice so you were gonna go out there and be i auditioned in 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 their uniform and everything yeah. wow with the red hair did you put the red hair on <laughs> well yeah they had they only had red hair so i had to do it with red hair but uh yeah yeah i mean i was i was doing um commercials i was i mean I, because i spoke spanish mm-hmm. and it was a generic spanish and my English was very good. I could do both campaigns so that they would like hiring me because I was able to, you know, they got two for two one. Two birds in one stone. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I was able to do it. And I was shooting the commercials in Spanish and shooting them in English as well. Right there on the spot. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, McDonald's did that a lot. Um, uh, we did that with Taco Bell. Um, uh, yeah, it was, it was interesting, um, the work, because yeah. it gave me a chance to sort of figure out how I was going to shoot movies down the road, which I didn't really notice that. But, but I was always like, when, when, when the director yelled cut, I was always over by the, the DP and then we're sitting there talking about the shot and the lighting and he's telling me how he does it and sets it up. And I'm like, oh, interesting. I didn't know why I was learning it, but I was interested. That's very... Because well, you get bored. You yeah, know? but it's very telling too because a lot of actors and stuff, they don't do that. Yeah. They usually... Uh, and I, whenever... I remember working on set when I was in my early 20s and wherever you gravitated towards, like there would be guys like, um, well, we were working for free at the time. We were production assistants, but yeah. some people would gravitate towards sound. Some people would gravitate towards the director, um, the um, camera guy. I always went behind the director. Did you? I wanted to know exactly what he was doing and what, like why he was doing it. Me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that has a lot to say about personality, but. <laughs> well, I'd hope probably so. a leader, not a father. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you had all of this stuff. Yeah. Before military classified, why military classified? What, where were you and why did you say, hey, Dang. you know what? I can do this. Interesting. I, I never asked myself if I could do it. I just did it. I think I think when you're obsessed with something, and that's what I was obsessed, I think, and that's where passion comes in, I think, for anything that you do. If you don't have a passion for it, then you won't work as hard. So I was obsessed and passionate about it without really knowing it because I was just obsessed with straight men, especially military that I was, I was fascinated by it. My father, you know, was, comes, uh, is a, you know, first generation immigrant, immigrant from Ecuador. So he brought us here to learn the American culture. He appreciated being a citizen. He loved war movies. So we would always go, you know, and that's kind of how I developed this, affinity for uh for the military respecting all that business but so that came it became less when i became older and so that's you know my whole focus was kind of that and 
in the background, you know, of my regular life. So I had these two lives going on back then. It's interesting. Your relationship with porn, right? So, so you are, you didn't fetishize military guys, right? Or was no. it just like you were attracted to them? I was extreme. I was, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was attracted to the idea of getting them. Okay. Because there's many attractive gay guys in the world, you know, but I would never choose him. I would always want to choose the straight guy. Yeah. Why? You know, I've got doctors trying to figure that out. <laughs> but, it was, but, uh, it was a challenge, right? Well, yeah, I think that works for a few years. I'm trying to figure out. What, you're still, okay. What's you're still trying now, to figure it out. <laughs> what's going on now? I ask myself that a lot. So, yeah, uh, but I, I think the passion, if you have the passion for it, then, um, then all the work is, e- it, I found it easy. Mm-hmm. I, I found it very easy to spend 15, 16 hours in a day, uh, developing the website, not even knowing how to develop a website. Holy crap. Yeah. That's a, that's a <laughs> good thing to come up. You, so you developed a website in, in 2004. How different does it look from oh. what it looks like now? Oh, <laughs> the pages took like a minute and 30 seconds to load. Oh God! Because <laughs> of all the video and all the oh yeah, and and plus you were on a AOL connection, mm-hmm. so um, you know go yeah, the dial up. <laughs> you really had to wait for your port. You at had that to point. wait it. Yeah, and so and and you know movies were this big. It was like you know two forty by three by two eighty or three forty, but it was like yeah. this this incredible. And you had to have it in four parts because oh. the files were too big, so you had to have part one, part two, part three, and part four damn and you're just getting there in part one you gotta so, <laughs> switch to part two i didn't know all that shit and yeah. so oh, excuse me Don't um, <laughs> um so so uh i just went to one of my models who knew about uh uh web design and he said i'll do it for you so i paid him and um when he got it it loaded, you know, the minute and 30 seconds was the fastest I could get this website. And I said, and I said that we can't do this. I had good content, I think, I felt. It's just I needed that medium. I wanted it to, to load quick. Mm-hmm. And um, then I, I met someone else uh, through Craigslist that I ended up going out on a date with. And he turned out to be like the the smartest man in the world uh computer wise because he like ran computers for the state of utah or some or uh, idaho or some so and he had so, time yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean well you, he, he was he's was, he was after my ass i know he was yeah so so uh anyway uh we laugh about it now though um he's still with me uh so he took the website and he goes Dude, I can make this thing look well I back then they weren't using dude but he was like i can make this load in 10 seconds. I said, what? He goes, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You got to knock this out. He says, and then I said, well, and he says, I'll do it for free for as a Valentine's day gift. Oh. He's going to do it. Oh yeah. He totally wanted you. <laughs> he was totally coming after you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, I said, I'm going to pay you. I said, so uh, tell me, you know, so it was, it was obviously had a bargain and he did. And so he has been the guy ever since. So he's my go-to guy if I need to. Anything on? Uh, anything okay. that has to do with the internet, computers, production-wise, creation-wise, and all that business. I, although I know a lot of post-production as well now. But Yeah, and you got all the equipment. I'm, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I 
try to get it from from multiple angles um, so that uh, I try to keep the model's eyes always in the shot. That to me is kind of important. So if I, if I, if the connection is always there with the viewer, then the viewer is going to stay more connected to the model, I think. And they just, you know, they kind of hang on longer. <laughs> you, um, you have an attraction to, uh, military men, straight military men, but what about your porn when you were growing up or when, when you started seeing porn, what kind of porn was it? What was your relationship with? Porn? Oh, well, I was, I mean, I was looking for that. So I, I discovered Bobby Garcia. Um, I, I knew um, Dirk Yates. Um, these were all people that I, VHS tapes was, was all you could get at that back then. And you would go to the adult bookstore itself and there's a section with a curtain. You go back and that's where you chose your movie. So I would go back there and it was like a, a, a shelf of Bobby. So I was like, who is this dude? He's like a 40-year-old overweight Filipino guy. And he's landing these beautiful straight men, you know, these Marines. And they're straight. You can tell. I mean, you can just tell. I was just, I was flabbergasted. And I was, I couldn't figure out why I was so obsessed. But I was, I knew I was more obsessed with the process of what he was doing. And um, so I rented all of his, all of them. They were all good. And then he led me to Dirk Yates. And then from Dirk Yates, uh, I thought to myself, you know, I don't know if you ever heard Dirk Gates interview models. No, I have not. I I did see some of the <laughs> really okay. No, what's your name? You so know. so I should. Okay, so okay. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. No. I shouldn't say that. He's like he's like eighty now. So I mean, I think I, I hope he's still. Is he still alive? I don't. I will find out. Okay. I will tell you that. I was going to look up Bobby Garcia and look up Dirk Yates just to see what they're doing. You know, Bobby. Oh, I would. I would be surprised if he's around. Yeah. Well, although, yeah, well, because he used to lie to the, to the Marines. He would lie to them and say that girls were going to be involved. And, you know, he'd offer them the money and hope that that was suffice. And so he was catfishing before. <laughs> sometimes you could even call it on, you know, you catch it on tape. So I was like, oh, what do you say? What, you know, trying to catch the really? conversation. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so he, I know he's been beat up a few times and, you know, they burned down a, a portion of his house or something. Really? Jesus. John Waters, John Waters uh, wrote a book on the 10 most influential people uh, in his life the queen and and john and uh and bobby garcia was 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 a chapter really yeah jesus okay so i, I read it how. i read it and so he john waters explains it pretty interesting uh what happened to bobby post uh his career you know okay. some people he's i think he sold his archives to a, a company in the united kingdom uh from for a million dollars i think he sold it and and uh then you know blew it all yeah <laughs> oh, oh, guy. yeah I, it's just it was just it's a sad ending but okay but i i said that ain't gonna be me <laughs> yeah yeah you had your aha moment with bobby garcia bobby garcia yeah. as you you said off camera too <clears throat> and i want to get it on camera sure um that he did everything on vhs yeah and didn't transfer or didn't translate no. to to digital to the digital no. world so then what did you say at that point Oh, I, that was sort of my aha sort of uh, moment for a website because to, to that point I was just like, you know, mostly just obsessed with paying them and, and having sex with them. And then I started taping them, but I didn't know why I honestly had no, unless it was a premonition, I don't know, but I began taping them and paying them and, uh, and, and logging this, I logged like 70 movies before I launched before you, but <laughs> so you did it before you even had a website. Yeah. 
So was it for you? Uh, well, I was paying for it. I don't know how. You know. Did you? Well, did you watch it to, uh, to get off? Oh yeah. Okay. I always have watched my movies only to get off. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're your biggest fan in a, little, in a way. I used to be a big, you know, XXNXX and okay. um, Pornhub. But no, man, I just, it's, it's my stuff that I go to. Isn't that weird? But yeah. No, I don't think, I don't think it is because if you are that involved and know like the, the camera, like the, the eyes, the minute you said the eyes, I was like, you all right. So yeah, he wants, <laughs> he wants to see that. You like every single Twitch, yep. every look down, yep. every like yep. the, yep. the breath work, yep. everything changes. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Everything <laughs> changes. It does. It does. <laughs> Where did you get the name military classified? I was, um, all about the covert thing back then. I think I was more obsessed with people finding out. I was more more obsessed with uh, with uh, getting beat up by a Marine uh, because I was very bold. Uh, you know, I don't know why I was fearless, but I always was sensible and I was a good talker and I was able to, you know, always negotiate. And so straight guys, you know, if approached the, the right way, uh, are quite negotiable. You know, <laughs> I found. So, uh, you know, that's kind of how I would would uh, kind of get their confidence. And so that it, it, it works. It's always worked for me. It, so it's always been a part of my uh, solicitation process. Mm-hmm. I just know what to, to say to them to get them. Trust is the big thing. If you can get the guy to trust you, the straight guy to trust you, then you're probably going to be able to get in his pants. And... There's no malice when you, cause, no. cause I did see, cause I, no. I read some comments and stuff and then someone, someone said something like, oh, well he's, he's grooming a lot of straight guys and all that stuff. There's like, your intention is not no harm. No, it's, it's no. sexual. Very. And yeah. these guys are, they're going to get into a sexual transaction if they agree. Well, yes, mm-hmm. it's business. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's become that more so now than, than ever before. So, you know, my excitement of, of doing it, although it's still, it's still there, there's so many other things that are now involved that I don't, I'm not in that same uh, mm. space. So, uh, back then I was more into, you know, and, and, and I don't know if maybe the movies back then were better than the movies these days where, you know, I was more focused on the model and less focused on everything mm. as opposed to you know post 2010 where everything changed and, you know I, I went four cameras and lights and dang yeah it got bigger <laughs> it got bigger yeah where do you find your web your guys like where did when when you started I, and you said uh before you started the website you would go and hang out in, yeah. in certain locations where you, yeah. you would think they'd be yeah yeah i would go to oceanside which um is actually not far from laguna beach is where we're at now so the military base is 20 minutes away. Okay. The north end of it. And then Oceanside is the next city over. And there, there's bars. There's an adult bookstore. There were, um, there was, uh, movie booths in the back. So I would like sit there and, and, and get there about one, one thirty, and catch the Marines, you know, coming out of drunk from the, from the bar. And they're walking to the, uh, adult bookstore to get, I don't know, I would just stop them and I would just say, "Hey, you want you know you want to get your dick sucked and make a hundred dollars? Who? Who? Would, a chick? What? No, man, me. <laughs> just go into the booth. I'll follow you. You know, I'll follow you in there. And then uh, once I'm done, I, I'll even give you the money. I'll give it to him ahead of time. I give it to him first. 
And then, um, yeah. Were they, <laughs> were they in uniform? Uh, no. Okay. Um, well, it, it depends. Some, some do go to the bars, uh, you know, from work, they'll, they'll go right to the bars, but a lot of them like to get all, you know, gussied up and fancy. And you can tell you knew. Oh yeah. Okay. You can always tell, uh, a, a Marine because he dresses very, um, I don't want to use the name conservative. I would call it conservative. Like, you know, acid, acid wash jeans were popular back then. So, I mean, every freaking Marine wore, had acid wash jeans. So, I mean, you know, it was just 20 years back and, and delayed, but they're still hot. Yeah. Their bodies and every, uh, everything about them. They're, I think it's the na- naivety that, that, uh, that I, I, I get lured in by. Mm. Did they have a certain look in the beginning? Yeah. Like for you? For me, yeah. I think um, I, yeah, certain Marines were were, were preferred. I, I was very much into the Nordic blonde hair, blue eyed thing, opposites attract, I guess, mm. um, without really knowing that that was what I was attracted to. Like the country boys and... The very conservative, the naive ones. Okay. That's... You First know, time leaving their their which their, is the military yeah. you know is a is a plethora of mm-hmm. of you know conservative uh, USA very different than Orange County because Orange County if you just come up here you get a whole different vibe of straight guy there they're they're conservative you know they're they they you know the military doesn't pay very much so money talks to them quicker mm-hmm. and they're they're more logical about things. They're, you know, they're less dramatic. It's, it's good. Going there before um, casting for the website. Yeah. Craigslist, um, by the way, Craigslist. Craigslist was the casting? That was, that was my that main, was, okay. main source. I'm assuming you had a good experience there in, in oh, order yeah. to be yeah. confident enough to, be, to, to put your ads up and make sure that you're talking to. I never, put, I never put ads. Oh, you didn't put ads? No, back then I didn't. I just responded to men seeking women. That's the only way I could assure myself that these guys were straight. Oh, so okay. I, I would only respond to men seeking women ads. And if they had, if they talked about sex and wanting to get laid, then I knew that was an easier target. If I, you know, uh, if I saw more men, I would still be challenged and respond anyway, you know, and, and see if I can lure him in. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, whatever you get, you, you, you know, you, you cater the, the situation and that's kind of how I did it. So I was like looking at the ads, reading them and then deducing what they mm-hmm. wanted. And then from there. And those ads had pictures at that point too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gonna, oh yeah. 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 I, I'm trying to, I'm remembering that with a, the, before <laughs> yeah. they took that away on Craigslist. Yeah. It was a very good uh, tool. I used it for several years, I would say. That was my main source of solicitation, which is why I think a lot of the models were unique and they weren't like, you know, from the talent agency or the, you yeah. know, been yeah. doing the rounds uh, the way they do now. So back then they weren't looking at making porn careers. They were just Marines, just, just you know, quick buck here and there. Quick buck here. Quick suck. <laughs> quick sucking buck. Simple enough. <laughs> How much, this is a question I got, you kind of answered it a little bit, but, um, how much psychology goes into talking to these Marines and how hard is it to make these guys feel comfortable when they're here? Hmm. Beer helps. Beer helps. Alcohol. So something to, to break the tension, I think always makes it. And, and uh, I always am the one 
speaking. I know that when there's silence between strangers, you know, it makes people uncomfortable. So if there's no silence and someone sounds like they know what they're doing and what they're saying in the situation at hand, maybe that's it. I take control of the situation immediately and, and, and they feel comfortable with that because it's not, you know, it's not a threat. I don't come at them, you know, immediately wanting to get in their pants. <laughs> you know, it's a conversation, it's a beer, and, you know, it leads there. Mm-hmm. That was the way it used to be. Now, you know, straight guys are way more confident, I think, you know, with their sexuality. <laughs> they're, they're everyone, you know, their cousin's gay, their second cousin's, you know, so it's, 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 it's a part of their lives more. So they're not so put off by it. So it makes my work easier. But but they they also must they have to have come across your website at some point. Oh yeah, yeah. Some have and um and 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 they you know immediately they're either turned off by it or or they're intrigued by it. That's usually what I get. Do you have a casting on your on your website? No, I don't. I don't solicit from the website, only because I don't. It's harder to find straight guys uh, there. Okay, because mostly. I get uh, the subscribers are, you know, are gay and they're women. And I don't know how many straight guys would go there. But, you know, curious straight guys have gone there because I have gotten emails from there saying, you know, I know this is strange, but I'm straight. I'm actually straight. And I saw the way you suck dick. And <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> Sign me off. And, yeah. and your pay on top of it. Why not? Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's how easy sometimes it was to, to get uh the models. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> What's your relationship with uh, your guys after yeah. you work with them? Uh, oh, well, um, I've kept in touch with a few of them. Mm-hmm. Not, not very many. Like I, I've kept in touch with uh, Pennington. I've kept in touch with uh, uh, Simon. I've kept in touch with uh, Cash. I've kept in touch with uh, Jacob. I've kept in touch with, it's a lot. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, at different stages over over you know fifteen years. Two of the models that you've had on the website have passed. Oh yeah, and you you were yeah, you were sure. aware of it. Yep, you're you're and for uh, an extensive back catalog, that takes like knowing you know like right. Uh, and you've had models come back on. Yeah. So so after years yeah. of, after years of break, they they've come back and and done work. Yeah. yeah. So it it takes a relationship. It's it's a relationship. That's true. Thing. I think I think it's a it's the sexual connection and that or the pleasure i guess that i brought them and the, the you know the process was a pleasant process so it involved money it was pleasant you know you're extremely good you know th- uh, for some reason uh, you know 4 or 5 years down the road they're they're they're, they're texting me saying hey you still around you know do you are you still doing this yeah. you know and and it goes from there so i mean you know i'll get a i'll get you know i'll be contacted by someone every 6 months probably somebody that I haven't heard from in years, you know, that just, I don't know, maybe they're watching a video and saw it and, you know, thought Hmm. my number hasn't changed. Yeah. You know, in 20 years. So there's only one model that I've seen on your website that actually went on to start doing porn, like gay porn. Uh, Drake. Oh, yeah. Who is now doing porn for a different company. Yes. Do you find does that happen a lot, or is that was that uh, it's a happening more? Okay, it's happening more and more now with uh, with the younger guys because the younger straight guys are you know using Twitter and OnlyFans kind of like um, you know swords, and so uh, 
And if you're not being, you know, a logical business person about it, then, you know, you're not going to make, you're not going to do much business. So um, they're a little more, I don't know, you know, they get a few thousand likes and, and, and followers and then they get a little, you know, <laughs> some, very, very few though. Uh, most of my experiences have been uh, just guys humble to make a buck, man, you know? And just <clears throat> not not be about that that life. Yeah, okay. exactly, yeah. exactly. So it's 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 becoming more like kids like Drake that, that see it more as a career and want to monetize it, which is smart, uh, very smart. Um, and he's, he's got a good business sense for his age. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, did well. Yeah, you know? I know. I think he's, I think he's holding his own. <laughs> uh, so one of the things that we talked about, I made um, him very nervous though. You did? <laughs> I did. Oh, well, he came when back. We shot. Yeah. He came no, back a couple true. times. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so he wasn't that nervous. That's true. Before we came in and we were setting up, uh, I wanted to ask about production, right? So from the, from the get, you have been like a, a one man show, one yeah. man production. Yeah. Um, and I asked if that was, uh, your choice or because it's it's comforting for the guys both really i mean <clears throat> i i definitely wanted to make the environment for the for the guys i was shooting with more uh me and me and the guy and not you know a whole crew and and, and people in the room because then i don't know it, it makes it would make me feel less comfortable and i would be less expressive i think if i'm concerned about what everyone else in the room is is uh thinking mm-hmm of what I'm doing and they're, and they're watching me. <laughs> that's even worse. So that's why I thought it's just going to, I'll do it myself. I just go make an adjustment to the camera and then, you know, in post I can get rid of it and make it seamless, you know? And, uh, that's what I did. So I just began doing it by myself, but I also, I was so enthralled by the editing process, the post-production process, learning it. I, you know, I love learning. So, I wanted to learn how to edit. So I just bought the program and, you know, went to YouTube, started watching mm-hmm. videos and then applied a lot of the things that I already knew from what I did from, from uh, acting and uh, applied it to the videos, you know, how to shoot them angles, you know, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so from there it just developed into, well, shoot, I, I, I'm doing the accounting I'm doing the post-production. I'm shooting the stuff. I'm booking. I'm the booking agent because, you know, these guys are coming from now that I'm using a source. I'm now soliciting from all over the United States. I was mainly just soliciting from Camp Pendleton in the area. So guys didn't travel very far. But now, you know, I got to do airfare and accommodations and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shooting schedules. Shooting itinerary. <laughs> So yeah, I would yeah. love to get an assistant, you know, to just, I would love to just work less. If I could work less, I'd be happy. Mm. <laughs> and you can work here. Yeah. 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 Um, I can only imagine cause it's a three camera setup. You said, right? Four. Four camera setup. What is that? What is your editing process look like? It's gotta be, cause you gotta well, layer yeah. <laughs> sequences and stuff. The, the files are big. That's for sure. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, Final Cut Pro, which is the program I use, is a wonderful software uh, to make it easy to learn this process. 
because you know you're dropping things in, you're moving things, you know, clicking. It's very simple, you know, and you're literally clicking on four different camera views. So you've got all four of the cameras running simultaneously because you, you sync them up, and then uh, all you're doing is is camera one, camera four, uh-huh. camera two, camera three, boom, boom, boom. So you're like a broadcast editor because that's what they, you know, that's they what always, they do. Yeah, that's yeah. what they do. So that's what I'm doing uh, based on, you know, just what I feel the timing should be. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a cross dissolve should go there. I think, you know, maybe something else should go here. I think when you're changing the mood or changing the position, then that, that requires a different transition than if you're just uh, moving from his head to his leg, mm-hmm. you know. I, have, I only have a couple more questions. I'm not gonna. I'm not no, gonna no, take up no, too fine. much of your time. Actually, I, I like. I like. Uh, I like being quizzed about all this stuff. Yeah. No, know? I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I, I think didn't that know the I was so technical. Well. I didn't think I was so technical about. It's things. all in there, and then it's you don't remember there. until you know it you're you're asked to kind of walk through it. Yeah. When you when you're here, when you have a guy here, when when you're ready to shoot, what do your production schedules look like? How you, when you're on a shoot day. From the moment they get in to the moment they leave, mm. well, it's a process. I think if it's a new person, it it's a longer process because you're showing them how to do the contracts, you're explaining it to them, you're getting all their IDs photographed and stuff. So there's a little process there, and then uh, I shoot uh, uh, digital stills beforehand. So it's almost like a, a photo shoot, okay. a digital photo shoot that goes on on, on takes his clothes on and off. Uh, and so he has to get himself hard there. Uh, then we come up and we shoot the movie. So it usually takes about an hour and a half to two hours. Um, and I shoot about an hour's worth of raw footage and then from four different camera views and, and, and that gets whittled down to about 20 minutes, 30 minutes. You said you have mastered the art of, well, you didn't say this. I, I think you have, but mm. and I think you'll agree. Uh-oh. You've mastered the art of the blowjob. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. At least well, I mean, you you're know, modest. That sounded kind of pompous. Huh? No, no, please don't no, worry. No, no, please, no. Go, no. Oh, come on, own I mean, it. Well, I mean, you have to own that. You like you. Okay, this is this is what you do. You're good. <laughs> but um, yeah. but you also you do bottom. You do bottom. Yes. However, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not a big fan of bottom. No, I wouldn't say I'm. And 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 I think uh, my fans know it <laughs> because uh, I get some flack from that from some of the some of the fans that will will say you know get someone who knows what they're doing or if they or if someone comes in there that like TJ and just takes over you know then I just put them with everyone and okay. uh, and you know I did that with a few guys I got one guy right now Jordy he's really popular as a bottom so I'm just using him as a bottom okay so that alleviates me of it but from uh, that okay but if it's a one on one a new guy then I usually end up bottoming for that one because it's just uh, it's a process that I do uh, to make it comfortable for them. Because you know, no straight guy who's never done that before, it's it's kind of hard for them to say, "Okay, let me stand here and stick my dick in your ass," you know. Um, so uh, I do all of it. Yeah, <laughs> and they just sit there, so it makes it easier for them to to get to that scene. Then from there, then they can graduate to something a little more. And that's a good, good way to put it because they, they do move into, yeah. when they come back, they do start, they, like, do. they get up, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they actually do some work. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, the first time, the first time it's, it's like they shoot four movies with me and, and they're basically treated like, you know, 
pampered kings. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, if they come back, then I'll start put them with, I'll put them with other, uh, models and then uh you know that's where the, where the work starts but do you like that do you get off on that like the fact yeah. that you're pampering them uh oh absolutely yeah absolutely okay. yeah oh no yeah I, I, i'm still i'm still that way with with new ones and certain ones um but you know but it, it's become more work so i would rather not have the cameras rolling in and have that kind of fun mm-hmm. now <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> as oh, opposed that, to yeah that's a good that, question what is your um what does your love life or sex life look like oh, off yeah, of yeah. camera? Oh, gosh. Well, non-existent. Non-existent. Now, currently. But, but, you know, I don't, I was, I never looked, looked for it while I was working. So in other words, I, I had like six relationships up until uh, just before I launched. And then uh, I ended it with that person. And then um, just went into this work thinking, you know what, I'm going to be on the internet for the whole world to see back then it was much more uh, iffy risky because no one knew that the internet was going to be as popular as it was. So you didn't just didn't know. And so um, I, I did it anyway. And uh, that, you know, here we are. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. Here we are. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I did a lot of things that I that were risks. I look back on now, and I think, you know, damn, that was pretty damn ballsy. But I didn't have anything to lose. Mm. You know, I didn't have any. You know, I, I scraped twenty five thousand dollars together to 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 launch to launch. Right, yeah. yeah, and um, it you know, it was either that or a condo. So I went with it, and, and glad glad I did. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, our, my first year, I mean, I was never in the red. Never, never. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I mean, that was, I used to always say like, you know, oh, that person has 70s money or 80s money. <laughs> I mean, early internet money is pretty good. Because <laughs> there wasn't a lot of competition. Yeah. So you weren't sharing the pies mm-hmm. as, as much as you are now. Well, how do you feel about that now? How do we, like when, when it comes to work now, because you do, you call it work now. It used to be fun yeah. or, you know, you still have fun, right? Yeah, you, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to adapt, you know, yeah. you do have to adapt promoting and doing stuff now in the world of uh tiktok a new generation yeah. um instagram yeah your insta you you have an insta of course yeah uh you have to have I troll on stuff. it you tro- <laughs> <laughs> you've actually you've you've up you've gotten applicants from tiktok yeah yeah i just hired someone who is a tiktoker mm. uh cute the military guy um just uh, gorgeous and then uh what happens is I go from there and usually when you go to their profile, they'll have a link to their Instagram. So I go to their Instagram and that's where I leave them the message. I don't leave it on TikTok because they've already banned me from leaving messages on people oh, because, yeah. <laughs> because I was leaving these messages on their message board. And, you know, obviously it wasn't probably the right thing to do. But anyway, so now I just I just sidestep it and go to their Instagram. Mm-hmm. And that's where the the interest came from this guy that I just hired. And so he's a he's he's got a, a, a nice TikTok following, so uh, self promoter. Mm. So a lot of these guys are on TikTok. Yeah, straight guys. They they understand the whole you know what gay, was that gay yeah. for pay? Okay, thing. so that that interaction was is easier. He knew. Yeah, okay. well they understand it a little more because they you know they have these gay followers that want to subscribe to their fans only want to see them naked and want to see their feet and mm. want to see their hand, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. 
And so they, 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 they get it, they, they figure it out and uh, they become more self monetizing. Mm. And that's, you know, that's the kind of TikToker that I, I hired, although he's very conservative uh, military. So everything about it's perfect. And that's, and th- straight. That's the kind of models you are dealing with now. Yes. Okay. That's the kind of, it's not, that's, w- would you say that's how it changed most? When it comes to the guys that are that are yes. on the site, yeah, absolutely, um, and they're much more uh, reciprocal. So um, I don't know. There's a the comfort zone is is has expanded. <laughs> uh, sure, I'll eat your ass. From twenty years ago, <laughs> yeah. yeah, never would have had that happen. Never would have had that happen mm-hmm. here. And you know, here I sometimes I just do it just to see if they'll they'll do it, and they they they, they go for it. I don't, you know, that wasn't even talked about before. So it's just, you know, it's what you do mm-hmm. uh, at the moment. <clears throat> and uh, so they have definitely become much more uh, comfortable with themselves is what I call it uh, in their own sexuality, that they can do those things and not go, oh, God, oh, I'm gay. You know, now I'm gay. You know, um, <laughs> I have, uh, like I said, just a couple more questions. Yeah. But I noticed that uh, and this is this is part of the reason why I wanted to talk to you, too. Oh, uh, so I consider, you know, I consider a lot of studios in Hollywood, big porn. Yeah. Uh, but you, you are, I'm the biggest boutique. <laughs> you are. Yeah. But, but you don't really associate Mm-mm. much. Mm-mm. Is that by choice? You're right. <clears throat> that is by choice. Okay. Yeah. I don't need that validation. Awesome. That validation at all. I mean, I do, my big concern are my, my viewers. Those, that's my concern. And I've always been in touch with what they want. They like my choices. So, you know, I, I try to give them the best reaction possible. And I've been doing it for, you know, a long time. So, um, yeah, I mean... It's interesting to 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 be sitting in the same seat that Bobby Garcia was sitting in, you know, 20 30 years ago to be able to sit here and say, you know, now you're an in you're you're a leader in your you know, gay for pay thing, uh which became a genre. Yeah. Uh you know, billion dollar genre. Uh so, you know, it's a market. Mm-hmm. It's now a market. So it's interesting that we've come full, full circle to this. When they, um, when, when they come around, if they do like, uh, like studios or magazines or, or even me, like how does it feel when someone's, it's not even, not necessarily prying, just interest, curious. I, I, yeah. I was curious. How does that feel? Are you, are you standoffish about it at first or, or are you open to, to like, I think it's part of getting to know, their fans getting to know you. Okay. I feel that they should get to know me. So, you know, the best way to do that is through interviews, through, um, you know, like the podcast I did. Mm-hmm. I have a, a, a director. This guy did uh, a movie for Jackass Productions, one of their movies. He also did another documentary, um, and just this wild documentaries that he, that he, that he's doing. And so he, got a hold of my website. It's been following me for a couple of years now. And 
he came and interviewed me too, did a whole, I, I got, uh, uh, I did an interview on this magazine called, uh, animals. Oh yeah. Okay. So he got that. He got, uh, a, this little documentary thing that he shot with me. Um, cause at the time I was living in my house, uh, up on the hill and, and, uh, it was a sprawl. And so I was like the, the big porn producer with the big house. And, you know, everyone was impressed with me. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that's, 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 that's how he got, uh, got to know me. And, and so I, uh, I've come so full circle from that uh, to just really being concerned about the work I do and, you know, am I keeping my fans happy and am I improving every year, which I, I have been pandemic. My pandemic numbers are through the roof crazy. Uh, so I'm excited, you know, about that. It, it revives me to, yeah. to continue. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll see what's going on. I'm 62. So, uh, you know, you're still doing it. What am I going to, you know, what do you have? I don't know. <laughs> This is usually the part where I ask if people want to find you, where do they go? But people know where to go for you. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Is there anything that I think? Yeah. Uh, well, just, just in case my Twitter is, uh, at M classified. My Instagram is M at M classified. Um, the website of course is, uh, the mobile site. Actually, we're in the middle of a, um, a relaunch. So in other words, it's not going to be like a hard, you know, on this day, boom. Uh, but things will be changed on, mm. on the mobile platform uh, within the next six months. So you're going to see uh, big improvements okay. on the design. Oh, okay. So and, slowly. Uh, yeah. You're going to see it nice and slow. Um, although parts of it will probably change. And it's going to be something completely different. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> How do people react well, with with that? Like your 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 subs, your subscribers, and stuff. They um, well, I don't know. I think they'll like it. Yeah, I, think, okay. I think because I think my my focus was mostly on um on uh the desktop platform. Okay. So my design was was really focused on on that view. Okay. So now it's just been focused on the phone, and my viewer that is, is now younger is very phone flip mm. efficient. So then if TikTok can be this phone, porn can be this efficient as well. So what if I had my porn like TikTok and I could just flip up and down? Mm. Oh, okay. Models. Flip Ooh, to, flip very to the nice. Right, yeah. Flip to the right, get their photos, flip to the left, get the story and just. Very good. It collects very good all idea. your favorites. It puts them first. It the, It's an algorithm that will, uh, figure out um, who, who your favorites, okay. who you stay on long with, who. You, so it's a good way to 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 focus the content to the viewer. So it's very different from the website now, a porn site now, where you go to a homepage, a menu, and this is going to be very very TikToky. So if you know TikTok, you'll be able to navigate my website. Very nice. Shoot, that's a big. It's a, a big, big well, it is a big, it is a, it's a nice upgrade. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Because I'm not going to do any more upgrades to it. That's it, man. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I'm winding that sucker down. If, <laughs> if, uh, if I don't sell it probably within the next five years, probably or so. 
Okay. So I may I may wind it down. Who knows? Who knows? I don't. Yeah. Well, you know, there's there's it plenty does. of time to think about. Uh, it. Yeah. Rob Navarro, I have to absolutely <laughs> thank you for your time. No, like, thank you. I I am I'm pleased that you got you know good stuff. You look happy, so I'm. I am no, I'm very happy. Well, I'm I've been happy since I got here. It's just <laughs> you know, it's fun. It's 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 fun to talk to other creators and to see how how you do stuff, how you approach your yeah. your production. How is now? I'm gonna ask you. Now I'm yeah. ask the interviewer. How is your perception of me now that you've met me as opposed to what you thought your perception was before you met me? Well, you know, our conversation was predominantly Twitter. So I, I, I tend to have, I know they get a little, uh, yeah, <laughs> they tend to be a little, um, whew, dry <laughs> on Twitter, you know, because, because, uh, but the minute, and I always, and I never take that into, uh, yeah, I never do. I, I never judge on that. My thing, the minute I see you and kind of like you, boom, you know, once you have eye contact, I'm like, okay, this is a good guy. I mean, granted, I've seen you on your site. You, you're very approachable. And once I heard you talk yesterday, I was almost like, oh boy, this guy's he knows what he's doing and he's way much more like, I don't even know if I need to go. I was like, this is, this is covering everything. But then there were questions that I wanted to ask. Uh, thank you so much for doing this, giving me the opportunity to come in here into your studio. Your this is an iconic studio at this point. It's an iconic space, absolutely. Like people recognize it, guys. This is demystifying gay porn. You can find us on any podcast directory, on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Uh, Rob Navarro from Military Classified. Uh, yeah, Ike Grande. If you watch gay porn, I've definitely helped to get off, and so has this gentleman. Absolutely, for over what 15, 20, 20 years. Jeez. Amen to that. <laughs> Cheers. Oof. Oof.